Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time, even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony, living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, doctor of energy medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tracy, and I am a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and energy worker, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field, from the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. My passion is teaching energy medicine such as Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha Yoga. My gift is to see through the layers that surround our physical bodies called our bioenergetic fields. And my superpower is the ability to connect with your permission directly to the voice of your soul energy. Whether it's whispering or crying out, it shares with me what I need to share with you. And then as a trained talk therapist, I speak to your ego energy. It becomes my job to guide and to teach you how to bring your soul and ego back into harmony. And that's exactly what we're going to be covering in today's show. This is actually one of my most favorite topics. The title is How, Navig How Ego Navigates Being Human. And the reason that this is one of my most excitable and passionate topics is because this is what my most recent PhD in metaphysical counseling was based on. But it is also a topic that I can speak of at great length and to absolutely anyone. It doesn't matter what the audience is when we talk about how, na how ego navigates being human. So let's get right into it because there's a lot of content. I want to be able to gift to you exactly what you need today. Our ego is our warrior energy. Its purposeness has always been to protect us from harm and suffering, to make sure that the path ahead of us in the outside world is clear so that soul has the capacity to gather all of the tools required to experience human beings. The most daunting of environments that we have to navigate is our relationships with others most specifically because those others are also being guided by their own egos. Today, I want to explain to you what the three most prominent relationships are, and I want to talk to you about the six navigation styles that ego uses to allow soul to find our highest good. And I want to teach you a new language that you can use to interpret and navigate through your own personal relationship. By having even the most basic of this knowledge, you can navigate the outside world with more ease and more comfort than ever before. And it's because we have a little bit of awareness, not just about our own navigation style, but it's a 
easy way to understand where other people are coming from without having to remember a whole lot of information. So let's get started with what are these other outside relationships. To make it nice and simple, there are just three. Each of these relationships have a tie to you. You are tethered to other people through specific energy. The most powerful in terms of its um, intimate link, its give and take of information, its give and take of experiences, is the relationship we have with those who gave birth to us or to those who we gave birth to. It's called the parent-child relationship. We are energetically tethered not only through metaphysical energy, but also through physical energy. Our father's sperm came to our mother's egg and literally created us. A piece of each of them became one energy that became us. It is where we give and receive most of our habits and beliefs through this parent-child relationship. So that's one. The second relationship is different, but as equally as binding. And it is our intimate love relationship. The intimate love relationship actually has a little bit of a higher and stronger frequency because connected to our intimate love relationship is an energy of sexuality that does not and should not exist in a parent-child relationship. And then next, although it's a lower vibration and we aren't necessarily tethered to these energies, they are most influential. And they're called our social relationships. And that is absolutely everyone else at different varying degrees. And the degree in which we are interconnected with someone else isn't what we think it is. It's actually space and time. So if you are, for example, a workaholic, it is very possible that your energy is more tethered to your coworkers and your clients than it could be to your siblings or your best friends. Social is absolutely everyone who hasn't given birth to us, that we haven't given birth to, or that we haven't been in a sexual relationship with. So friends, family, coworkers, and yes, strangers. We are energetically connected to strangers, even though we don't know that. We work like crazy on the subconscious and the unconscious levels trying to figure out how we fit into dynamics. We have beliefs and habits that some are good for us and some are not so good for us that force us to 
think, be, do, and have certain ways that very often collide and don't create for comfortable situations with other people. And that's because each of us is different. Each of us navigates this space and time from a specific source. And it's my belief that in our contract that we signed with source to be a spiritual being having a human experience, to come to this space and time as who you are, you actually committed to an ego navigation style. And when I start explaining to this, you're going to realize that this is true and that you have always known that. You just didn't know what it meant. And because you weren't consciously competent of how others navigate, you never saw the chaos versus the harmony. You just felt good or bad. So let's start with going through what these navigation styles are. Energetically or metaphysically, there are actually only five evil ego navigation types. A sixth has been created as human beings in great defense, or as a great skill. So let me get to the sixth in just a moment. The first energy type is called giver. In alignment, the giver is powerful when they are taking care of others. But out of alignment, givers have challenge receiving and very often can fall into martyrdom. The next energy and the exact opposite of giver is called taker. Takers find ease in life when they are receiving. They're really, really great at receiving. And in alignment, they do so with kindness and compassion. But out of alignment, takers take. And they can be bullies. And they can be very aggressive. And then there is the egalitarian. The egalitarian is probably the most challenging of all ego navigation types because it is really hard to exist in human being as this energy type. Egalitarians require everything to be fair and equal. In alignment, they have a very clear boundary and have learned how to accept the fact that human being isn't fair. So they do their best to balance things out by not comparing everything apples to apples, but to the value that each person gets. Egalitarians out of alignment are very stuck in the fact that this world isn't fa fair and they can't get what they need. And everything has to be apples to apple. Then, the fourth ego navigation type is the energy of parent. In alignment, the parent is a powerful leader, an excellent planner, and makes sure that everything is running smoothly. But out of alignment, the parent is demanding. They have very high expectations, and they simply expect everyone to do what they're told. 
finally, the, the last natural and contractual ego navigation types is child. Child energy in alignment prefers not to have to make decisions. They like to be guided and directed. They like to be part of the larger whole, out of alignment. When a child is forced to make a decision, they make it challenging for everyone. They often have emotional, physical, mental, or spiritual temper tantrums in order to get what they want, which is simply someone else making the decision, them being allowed to be carefree and easygoing. Finally, what happens is the sixth ego navigation type. And what I want to share a little bit about that is when you know what your type is, and you probably already know at the core being, even with me doing those very small descriptions, if your natural navigation type has been a place of fear, has created so much chaos that it's attracted to you physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual trauma or abuse, then it's very likely that you have cultivated a beautiful gift called chameleon. Chameleon is the capacity to be, with some effort, any one of the navigation types just so that you feel safe. The challenge with this is that is chameleon out of alignment. It's defensive, it's exhausting, and it causes a lot of harm and suffering, most specifically mental harm and physical harm. Very often, adopting the defensive mechanism of chameleon is what leads to depression, anxiety, acute stress, chronic pain, because you don't know who you are, and you don't know who it's safe to be. So you become whoever you're with, and that's challenging. It would really cause you to fear for your life. And I don't mean that to be dramatic, but it is dramatic. You feel for your physical well-being. Very often, because of that fear, we attract to us actual pain and suffering, actual disease and dysfunction. But it also causes you fear about who you're allowed to be. So you wait for permission from others to just be settled in your own skin. And that is exactly how depression gets in. It's time for us to move into our first break of the show. When we return, I want to go into greater detail, spending as much time as I can in each of these five areas, giver, taker, egalitarian, parent, and child, so you have some knowledge about what that is. You are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. If you have not already done so, check us out and subscribe to Inspired Choices Network. Go to iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, or Spotify and sign up. We'll be right back discussing how ego navigates the world around us.
Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tracy, and you are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine. Let's get back to how ego navigates being human. Very specifically, I want to go through the in and out of alignment energies of each of these types. Please take note. These are very important. And don't just take notes for who you think you are because this will change your intimate love relationship. This will change your parent-child relationship. And this will change the ease in which you navigate the outside world with others. Once again, in alignment is in your highest good. It's beneficial energy. It's meant to be easy and peaceful. It's where we learn lessons and then we use the tools that we've learned to enjoy more fulfillment and prosperity. Out of alignment is non-beneficial energy. It's fear-based. It causes chaos and it challenges us to experience ease. It literally creates or attracts to us harm. I'd like to start with giver. Giver is actually one of the most popular uh, energy types. Thank God this world has givers. I myself am a taker, so I certainly completely, totally love and appreciate all of you givers. Sometimes people may interpret themselves as, as givers, but they are child energy. Child energy often gets confused as giver energy. So pay attention to both, please. In alignment, the giver finds joy in giving to others. It actually fulfills them physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. However, if a giver is incapable or unaware of setting boundaries, they give too much. They do so at their own expense. And the payment for that is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. The giver is always conscious, aware, interested, and concerned about others' needs when they are in alignment. The challenge with that is when the giver is only worried about everyone else, 
their needs are left behind. And that creates the sensation within them of martyrdom. Givers in alignment are creative and they are passionate. They have the capacity to create depths of magic that most of the rest of us simply don't understand. The challenges for givers is that when they're out of alignment, they get consumed by guilt, which is an implosion of energy that they somehow can make everything their fault. Or they get caught up in blame. It's an explosion. Everything is everybody else's fault, and they can't find balance. Very often, a giver will say things like they are recovering from being so nice or they are getting better from giving all of the time. The challenge is, is that that cannot be their truth because givers' true nature is to give. So to give is for them to thrive. Instead of recovering or getting better, I highly recommend that you choose to find balance. You become aware of what your boundaries are and you keep them firm and you talk to others about what your boundaries are. Because in alignment, you know what they what you want. You enjoy being flexible, but you would rather others make the decisions so that you can do the end work at the back. But if you don't speak your truth, you're simply going to do what others want you to do, regardless of the boundaries that you set. This is giver energy. Giver's counterpart, not necessarily intimate relationship or um, mate, because we didn't know this, information when we chose them, but if you are lucky, you ended up with a taker who was in alignment or who is in alignment. The taker in alignment is the ideal partner for the giver. The taker is in joy and peacefulness when others are doing for them, and they have a great capacity to show gratitude. But when they're out of alignment, they just take. They take, 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 and they are often unaware that there is actually a cost to the others that they're taking from. The taker requires a great deal of free will and autonomy. When they are in alignment, that makes them look like they also can be a giver, but they usually have a motive behind that. So when they're out of alignment, those motives aren't beautiful. They get what they want through manipulation and getting others to do things for them. The taker has incredibly powerful will, self-love, and esteem when they're in alignment, and it's contagious. But when they're out of alignment, they get overwhelmed by shame and anger. And they very often have a deep-seated lack of worthiness, but they're not aware of it. So they would look like, act like 
they think they're awesome and perfect. But deep down, they're punishing themselves for not really being so. Takers love making decisions. They do so with ease, but it will always be for their highest good. When they're in alignment, they'll make sure that everyone else is happy, but the decisions will be based entirely on what they need. Out of alignment, the taker procrastinates, they are impatient, and it's everyone else's fault when things don't work out. It's never theirs. In alignment, they have firm ideals, they're very capable of convincing, they're confident and strong, but when they're out of alignment, they're aggressive, controlling, and manipulating. Leaders are very often takers, but that doesn't make them good leaders. They are excellent delegators and big picture thinkers, but they don't like the small details. And they can be bullies and dictators, so they aren't necessarily the most amazing of leaders. They're a great leader of an awesome team that manages the small details. The taker is aware of their capacity to take when they're in alignment. They, too, set boundaries for what is too far. And they're consciously aware of making sure that they don't cause harm and suffering. But out of alignment, the taker has absolutely no boundaries, and they take advantage of absolutely every situation. Takers and givers are perfectly perfect for one another. They help each other find, create, and maintain balance. That doesn't mean a taker has to be with a giver or a giver has to be with a taker. It's just easy and peaceful. The next is egalitarian. Our little friends, the egalitarians, find it really challenging to be with anyone else but an egalitarian, which is super challenging when you create children because it's very rarely that an egalitarian will create another egalitarian. Egalitarians, again, think the world has to be fair. That is their underlining fundamental belief. And it's their purpose on this planet is to bring a balance back to this place and time. In alignment, egalitarians are consciously aware that give and take is fluid over time. But out of alignment, they actually consciously and unconsciously keep track of absolutely everything that is done, when it's done, who it's done by. And that can be very exhausting. Egalitarians require justice and equality for all. When they're in alignment, they're very consciously aware of what is right and wrong for the whole. Out of alignment, they will aggressively try to create balance by doling out the justice and the punishment for that which has taken place. In alignment, the egalitarian moves through the energy of love and forgiveness with ease. They're very heart chakra based. The challenge with that, though, is out of alignment, they hold a grudge. 
They can very easily be saddened and stricken by grief. And they truly perceive that something has been taken from them when anything is out of balance. In alignment, the egalitarian wants everything to be equal. And they'll work hard to figure out how that can happen. And it doesn't cause them harm to do that. But out of alignment, they get caught up in making everything equal. And they miss out on the present moment. Egalitarians need to take turns leading and following. If they don't get that equal balance, they shut down because there is no real boundary for fair. It's important for the egalitarian to realize that balance doesn't come in same-same or like-like. If I love to swim and you love to run, Equal would be sometimes we swim, sometimes we run. But those are same, same. They're activities. If you love to run and I love to do nothing and read a book, the egalitarian wouldn't find balance in that right away because that's not comparing apples to apples. It's apples to oranges. So it's a task or a job. It's work for the egalitarian to realize that apples to oranges is still fair. The value in it is what is perceived by each other. We are supposed to be going to break soon, so I'm going to stop here at Egalitarian. When we get back, we're going to go into not only parent, child, and chameleon, but I want to talk to you very specifically um, and in greater detail about chameleon. So let's take our second break of the show. Once again, you are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about the ways in which ego navigates the outside world to gift us the most ease possible. 
we have talked about giver, taker, and egalitarian, and we're going to move into the energy of parent. Parent energy finds joy in directing, organizing, and managing others. When they're in alignment, this is done with kindness and compassion, with conscious awareness to what the whole needs. But out of alignment, parent energy directs, manages, and organizes in a dictator type of way. Very often, a common statement would be, my way or the highway. In alignment, parent energy is very aware of the needs of everyone and acts in such a manner as to work in majority rules. But out of alignment, a parent energy is focused entirely on their own needs, the need to feel powerful, to be the leader of the pack. In alignment, the leader's thoughts words, actions, and inactions are swift and clear. There is a big picture, vision, but there are also little tasks that need to get done. Out of alignment, parent energies, thoughts, words, actions, and inactions are confusing. They're overwhelmed, and they get caught up in the small picture, doling out um, what we call energetic lies. They use words to shame others to get what they need. In alignment, parent energy knows what they want, but they are very willing to sacrifice the small details for the greater good. Out of alignment, a parent energy will sacrifice all of the details for the greater good. This creates within them frustration and impatience. In alignment, parent energy speaks the truth. They're very factual, and they lay things out quite clearly. Out of alignment, parent energy persuades with ultimatum. They falsify and use shame. They have hidden agendas. In alignment, no matter what the situation is, parents, parent energy must lead. That's their role. And as each of the other energies, when we let them do that, when we have faith and trust parent energy to lead, it will always work out. That's their lot in life. In alignment, they must lead with kindness, compassion, and awareness. But if you don't let a parent lead, they'll pretend to follow. But actively, they are manipulating and controlling behind the scenes, and that creates within them anger and frustration. The next energy is child. Now, parent and child energy are perfectly perfect for each other. They really create balance. For one another. They almost immediately figure out the rules. There, there doesn't require much communication between parent and child energy. A child energy knows parent energy, parent energy knows child energy. They attract to one another. 
They are really good for each other. And that's not just in an intimate love relationship either. They're they're great for each other um, in any type of social setting. Child energy in alignment finds joy in being guided by others. They really deeply require direction. They don't want to be told what to do. They love options, but they want you to pick for them anyway. When they are forced to make a decision, they feel confused, overwhelmed, and unstable. They literally require direction. In alignment, child energy feels safe, secure, and supported when they are being directed. They respond through the energies of love and abundance. They don't feel safe, secure, or supported when you are in a place of fear because that's the guidance that they're taking. They will then react from a place of fear or lack. And in that, very often, is some sort of temper tantrum, whether you can recognize it or not. Adult men who are child energy throw the coolest temper tantrums. Because you're not even sure what's happening, but you know they're not happy. Children energy prefer to be directed with being told what to do next. Lists work incredibly well. And not forcing them to make a decision creates ease. If they don't have these tools, they can be aggressive, demanding, unreasonable, and scattered. When they're in alignment, they are passive, they are purposeful, they are very action-oriented. But again, out of alignment, aggressive, temper tantrums, confusion, disconnection. Child energy just wants to run away. The boundaries for child energy must be dictated by others because they are so flexible but also because the boundaries don't really matter. How they feel matters, and how you make them feel matters. These are the five main navigation types, giver-taker, egalitarian, parent, and child. If you have zoned in on one, then congratulations, because it's very likely that you've known this your whole life. You just didn't put a word to it. It's in the core of your cellular memory. It's part of your soul contract. If, however, you think that you have been or are more than one of these, especially opposing one, please know that is because you have created what could be an incredible gift if you are consciously aware of its purposefulness. But in unconscious incompetence, has been a horrible challenge, and that's called chameleon. Chameleon is the capacity in alignment as a skill to be whatever anyone needs you to be, while at the exact same moment staying true to yourself. I am a taker, but I'm also an incredibly powerful 
highly skilled, cultivated chameleon. I do have a big advantage that I can ask your soul what energy you are, and then I can give you exactly what you need. The challenge for me is that if I'm not very consciously aware of being in your energy, that when I'm done, I'm done, and I just can walk away. And that's challenging for every energy type, but especially when they felt the chameleon energy. They felt their own opposite energy being attracted to them. Out of alignment, unconsciously used to defend and protect, you are being whoever you're with. You're not being their opposite or their equal, but you also aren't staying true to yourself. You are completely becoming something different. And that is incredibly challenging for your soul to consume. There is also the chameleon who is aware and uses that energy to manipulate, to make others think they are what they are so they can get what they need. So it's very important that we understand these skills, that we know who we are, and that we feel attracted to others for that same reason. I'm not saying only be friends or lovers with your opposite energy, but I am saying that they are like-minded equals. They're not going to try to get you to be something else because the giver wants the taker to be the taker. The child wants the parent to be the parent. The egalitarian wants the egalitarian to be the egalitarian. I think that it's very important that each of us cultivate the skill of chameleon so that we are a beneficial contributor to society from where other people need us to be. But what is most essential is that we know what our warrior energy is and that we cultivate the in alignment of that energy to be that person most of the time but that we don't judge and criticize our out of alignment energy because it warns us it warns us that we're not being true to ourselves that we're not giving our influential other what they need or that we're being trapped into the defensive energy of chameleon. I know that this was a really super quick uh, breakdown. I am in the process of putting new programming together for next year, and this will be an online program, gifting you the tools and resources on how to discover who you are, how you get to be that person most powerfully, but also how to recognize the others in your life. As soon as my second PhD has been submitted, um, I will also be posting on my website all of the information, the basic general outline uh, of what this is. Unfortunately, I can't post it now because my PhD has to consist of um, information that I'm not publishing. 
So uh, I will absolutely 100% make sure that that is um, well known and available. Before we go to our final break, I just want to say to you that if you're feeling confused and overwhelmed right now, stop and breathe. It is most likely that you have been forced into chameleon and that you really like some of those pieces of being giver-taker, egalitarian parent and child energy. But doing that is killing you. It is causing to know that you are simply just in overwhelm. And take the next three days. Upon learning this information, the next three days are your most powerful because it's when you are at the youngest point of coming out of unconscious incompetence. You're coming into conscious incompetence. And you know that you don't know who you were meant to be. But you have some tools. If you are desperate for the information and didn't get their own notes, email me. And if you promise to keep that information confidential, I will share that Excel spreadsheet with you that lists what the givers, the takers, the egalitarian parent-child and chameleon are. But please, gift yourself permission to take these next three days, the most powerful days of coming into conscious incompetence, and pay attention to where you feel more comfortable. Do you feel best in giver, taker, egalitarian, parent or child? No, as always, I am here to support you. Simply email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. There is no question that I will not take. And with your permission, I will go into your bioenergetic field and I will tell you what energy you are because your soul and your ego would have told me. It's time for our third and final break of the show. When we return, we're going to talk a little bit about what I'm going to do next week. You are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, live on Inspired Choices Works and podcasted to over 20 venues, including iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Google Play. Please find me. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tracy, and you're listening to Soul Healing. There is no accident for the title of this show. Every single thing that I do is to teach ego to remember its partner, soul. To let soul know that we are remembering, that we are looking to come back into harmony, to be whole. When we heal soul, we're bringing ego and soul into harmony. We're releasing the chaos and we're giving ourselves permission to be purposeful, to be here in this space and time called human being. We are spiritual. We are an energetic being having a human experience. And unfortunately, ego energy, who was meant to be the warrior energy, the protector, the navigator, the driver, forgot that it was one part of three very powerful and incredibly amazing pieces, our body, our soul and our ego are meant to be one. The information that I gifted you today on the ways in which ego navigates our outside world are just a foundational piece. Because once we learn that, we have a whole bunch of baggage to get rid of. We have a whole bunch of boulders that we've been carrying around in our backpack. We've been chameleons out of alignment for way too long. And that's not in our highest good at all. So next week, I'm going to be talking about in the past. Those three words are the most incredibly powerful words for moving forward for being on a solid foundation and bringing soul and ego into harmony. Because the reality of it is, as, as we grow into consciously incompetent, where we know that we don't know, but we're learning, we get stuck in the past. We think that we have to go back there and fix something that's already happened. And the truth is, we cannot change anything from here that's already happened. We missed learning that lesson. But don't worry, because the universe will gift you that lesson again. You haven't lost anything. You didn't miss anything. In the past are three of the most powerful words to tra transition back into present moment. We don't need to go back there and fix anything. That's just going to cause us pain and suffering. We have to know better, do better, and be better from here. So in the past, I was anger and blame, disillusionment. But I transitioned into purposefulness, passion, 
and balance. I still honor, respect, and love who I was in the past because it shows me who I don't want to be. But I don't say things like, I am anger. In the past, I was anger. That doesn't mean that anger doesn't pop up. And I know I've said this a thousand times. Being consciously competent doesn't mean that everything's sunshine and roses. We still have lessons. We just are better. So we do better. And that's all I'm asking for from you is to be better and do better. Next week, when we talk about in the past, I'm going to teach you three of the most powerful tools to transition from past into present moment, but also to create an empowered future. We're going to talk about how understanding these really important things about us that I've been sharing with you through these shows come together. First, we want to know what our fear energy is, what our ego story is. We want to know what our soul's contract is, what we're here to collect. We want to know what our ego navigation type is. And we then also want to know what our predominant energy is. So let me share. My name is Tracy. My ego story is disillusionment, anger, and blame. My soul's contract is purposefulness, passion, and balance. I am a taker. I have learned to be mostly in alignment. And I am gifted as a powerful chameleon. My natural energy type is masculine energy, but I'm learning to balance that with the feminine. All I want for you is for you to know that about yourself so you can be, do, and have everything you're meant to. Until next time, please gift yourself permission to find the self-awareness without judgment. Be soul and ego in harmony. It's Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, signing off with so much gratitude. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow.